Hey y'all, welcome back. I've got a treat for you today. If you are excited about Valentine's Day, this is probably not for you. This episode is for all my sisters in Christ who are either single and feeling lonely and kind of anxious about Valentine's Day, or my sisters in Christ who are in relationships that are broken or need to do some work so that you're on the mend. But of course, in anticipation of this quote unquote celebration of love, you're feeling lonely and you're just not really looking forward to it. I got to interview my friend and sister in Christ, Malia Diana, who is the host of the Vertical Relationship Show. And she talks about relationship goals, prayer, biblical counseling, dating advice, Christian marriage, and healing on her show. And when I say healing, it's healing God's way to cultivate thriving relationships with others, yourself, and Jesus. I hope you enjoy this episode. And as with anything, make sure that you're cozy, grab a cup of coffee, grab a cup of tea. If you're going to take some notes, get your notebook, grab a pen, and let's do it. You're now listening to Her Renewed Strength, the podcast, a place where you, my sisters in Christ, are encouraged to walk by faith and equipped to live well, steward well, and set your minds on eternity. I'm your host, Erica Diaz Castro, your Jesus-loving Puerto Rican life coach. If you're tired of living a life burdened by anxiety, burnout, or overwhelm, if you're ready to do more of what you love, create more space for the things and people that matter most, and better steward the gifts and resources God graced you with, if you want coaching, encouragement, fellowship, and just a friend to help you shift your perspective from the temporal to the eternal, you're in the right place. Grab a coffee, journal, and a pen. Let's invite the Holy Spirit to the party, and let's dig into today's episode. All right. I'm so glad that you're here today. I'm going to be just having a really cool conversation with a friend and sister in Christ, Malia Diana, and I want to give her a really solid really uh warm welcome so if you're at home give her a little round of applause Ah! i'm gonna read you a little bit about her and then we'll dive into our conversation today so malia is an international and best-selling author a certified christian counselor certified faith-based clinical counselor and certified biblical therapist she's an award-winning contributing writer and a motivational speaker a licensed PTA, CPT, which is Certified Personal Trainer, and Certified Personal Trainer Specialist. She's a Christian podcaster and a relationship and dating coach, specializing in inner healing and deliverance from trauma. Malia, thanks so much for being here. I'm excited to have you. I'm excited to be here. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Tell us about you. I know I read off your titles and whatnot, but tell us about you. I know, right? It's a lot. It's a lot to sink in. Uh, first off, I'm, you know, everybody says that too. I think I got asked one time, if you could say something about yourself in three words, what would it be? And I said, daughter of Christ, because mm-hmm. I'm his first and foremost, right? We're his and foremost. Uh, yeah, I was behind the scenes. I'm uh, married to a disabled veteran. Um, you know, uh, that story is beautiful in itself, which we might get into today. Mm-hmm. I have a 17 year old, almost 17 year old teenager boy. And, um, 
out here in this this crazy crazy world <laughs> yeah it is a little different than I thought when I was a kid growing up into an adult would be like so always interesting when you are actually living out the thing you looked forward to living out and how how different things play out so um thank you and your husband for his service and the sacrifices that come with that there's so much so definitely appreciative of all that he sacrificed to help us be free thank you oh yeah so Today, we're really going to just dive into this topic of loneliness, especially because Valentine's Day is this time when people are hyper aware of how lonely they really are. And I'm using air quotes because I think it's it's something that culture perpetuates more so than anything else. And it depends on like where you are. So to our sisters who are single and feel like I'm lonely, I'm sad because I'm lonely, or even our sisters who are in broken relationships and they're feeling, you know, sad or um, just down on this celebration of love day. What are the, some of the first things that come to mind when you want to encourage them or minister to them? You know, I've, I've been there. How about that? So I, I know what it's like to be on that side. This is what catapulted me to do actually what I do now. It came from a broken, toxic, narcissistic relationship. So I know I've been there. <laughs> and I really had to step back and I really had to take a good look at myself, what was going on within me, emotionally, spiritually, mentally, physically, all those things. Cause they all, they all coincide together. When one, when one level's not right, like all the others go kind of haywire. So I had to step back and it can feel very lonely and can feel depressed and getting over, especially a relationship of, you know, I was with this man for two years. And to actually be strong enough to finally break it off and walk away from that, that takes a lot of empowerment, (laughs) first of all. But I, what I had to do is just really take a look at my relationship with Jesus. And that's, that's really what, you know, my mission is all about. It's about lost souls, helping them, you know, in that healing and deliverance ministry part of it, but have thriving relationships with not only yourself, but others but most importantly, Jesus, because we have to get right vertically before our horizontal relationships are right. And I, I could say that in the depths of my heart, I know what it is like, especially that the heartbreak and not even in single sisters, but in a marriage too, because in a marriage, you could feel very alone and very distant. And mm-hmm. there's trials that you go through in a marriage, but with all that being said, it's all about your relationship with Jesus. It really is. And it's about knowing who we are in Christ. And that in itself takes work. It takes time. It takes patience and perseverance to push through those things because the world is just bombarding us with, you know, lust and temptation and money. And like, it's our focus gets so distorted from evil that we do lose focus. And then we start feeling more alone. We're scrolling through social media. We're scrolling through all this stuff. And yeah, it makes me feel like, oh, what's going on? So, you know, it's really being quiet and being still with him. And I encourage single and married sisters to step back with him and and just spend time with him. And the more you spend time with him, the more he starts putting in you, putting in your spirit, showing you that he's there and kind of like just your eyes and ears being open just to for his presence to abide in you. You know what I mean? Yeah. When you say abide in you for our sisters who are not so familiar with what that means, can you just speak to that a little more? Yeah, it just 
like to me, to me, it's like being in me, being part of me, being a partner with God. Um, you know, everything I do is all Christian based. It's all faith based. And I do it to glorify him. I don't do it for myself. Like little by little, he took me through the steps of becoming an author. Then he wanted me to do, you know, become certified counselor and then do this, do that, you know, and it's those baby steps that not everything is going to be all at once. And I think that is something I have to get over the years have been taught of little by little, he starts dropping things for you. And we, we, we might not feel it right away, but the more we spend time with him, little by little, you know, we give him, you know, if, what is it in a, um, I think it's a Zechariah one, three. It's like, if you're with me, I'm with you or something, something like that. I, I just know it's something like that. And you're looking it up right now, aren't you? <laughs> so Zechariah, come to me and I will come to you or something like that. Like that's, that's yeah. like the first scripture that popped up to me. Yeah. It says, therefore, tell the people, this is what the Lord Almighty says. Return to me, declares yeah. the Lord Almighty, and I will return, return to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That always stuck with me because we leave him. He never leaves us. We walk away from him all the time. We're like, oh, well, this is more important. Social media is more important. You know, my looks are more important. My materialistic God, that's like, no, God, like, no, your idols, your material things, like none of it's like a waste. And I just feel like we focus on the wrong things too. Oh yeah. That has to be said too with dating apps and, and all these things. And I'm not saying that that's wrong, but I'm saying if you're going into it and you're, you have a wounded soul and you don't know you're not healed in certain areas, you're going to keep attracting that kind of person in your life. And that's, that's one of those things that I, you know, work with, you know, with, with ladies is because you need to get healed and delivered from those areas that the enemy's holding us in bondage of. And we don't even realize it sometimes. No, the distractions, right. They just keep us focusing on the next best thing and the next cool dance or the next trend or whatever, you know, all the things that are you know time suckers time and suckers, yes just like take our, our 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 minds and our our ability to really be intentional as far as like pursuing god absolutely. absolutely now with respect to like attracting the right person what are the most common areas you see as an opportunity for women to focus on as they're healing what are maybe some of the trends that you're seeing in women and i i typically um women who are listening to this show are like between like maybe 30 and 45 so you know some are married but some are not and they're in that age where they're like i'm getting older my biological clock is ticking i need to find someone um and there's a stress around that yeah hey hello i didn't get married till i was 37 so (laughs) i so i understand what that's like um the most typical things, I mean, there's so many, uh, I would say that unforgiveness is a huge, huge one. You know, Matthew 6, it says, if you don't forgive others for their, you know, their sins, he's not going to forgive you either. And I think sometimes we say we forgive somebody and we don't really. Mm-hmm. And I always tell people, if you, if you bring up their name and there's still that, like that cringiness or kind of makes you a little uncomfortable in your seat, then there's still work that needs to be met. But, you know, not only that, but a lot of it is generational stuff. It's uh, stuff that happened in the womb when we were a child, uh, word curses. There's so many different areas that affect us that we're not even truly, truly aware of. So everybody's healing journey is different. So one might, you know, suffer more 
in the emotional part of it, one, one might suffer more in the spiritual part of it. But, you know, I work in all these areas. So you can become that whole person because we, we should be treating somebody as a whole unit and not separate. There is, I want to say it's Psalm, oh, Psalm 32 verses three to four. It's after David's already been forgiven of his sin, you know, sleeping with Bathsheba and all the things. Yeah. It talks about how when he held his sin, when he concealed it, his yes. bones started to deteriorate. And it was like a physical response to the emotional and the spiritual issue. Eggs, bingo. <laughs> you get it. And that's part of my mission is like, we're, we're going to take those hidden wounds that the devil has harboring inside you. And we're going to expose those to the light. And not a lot of women are willing to go there or if they're scared or they're fearful. And I'm just like, oh, if you only knew what you could be free from. And that's like, what are you scared of? Like, God already knows already. He already knows the things you're what are you running from? And that's where the devil was coming in and keeping you in bondage, having those strongholds in your life. You're again, you're absolutely right. Like without exposing those, we're going to stay stuck. We're going to still continue to feel lonely and be fearful and mm -hmm. scared to date or, you know, or run at the first sign of something that you don't like, you know, <laughs> there's all these things, <laughs> the proverbial checkbox, you know, it's like, really? <laughs> Yeah. Avoidance is a problem in, I think, most issues that pop up for the women that I work with. And mm -hmm. I work with women who are, you know, they're anxious and they have a lot of these things that yeah. prompt them to shut down. And that I know for myself, when I started to realize this about myself, the avoidance factor was something that affected not just how I like treated and respected myself. I had, you know, addiction issues and things of that nature. Um, but also in the ways that I was able to function in a relationship. And I, I attracted all the toads, mm -hmm. time, you know, um, and when one toad messed up, I'd move on to the next. And when I finally had a, what a healthy relationship looked like, I didn't really know what to do with it because I had all these things in me that were all messed up. And so I just bring it up because there is this culture of avoidance because social media makes it very easy to just get lost in it and not think about the things that are stressful and look for the things that speak to us and algorithms help with that, right? Because they, mm -hmm. they curate content in such a way that helps us to see what we want to see. And if you're feeling lonely, if you're feeling anxious around Valentine's Day and you have all these things coming up, um, I think, you know, just what Malia said is like, there's work to be done if you're feeling that thing, you know, it's feedback essentially, right? It is. It is. And like, I talk about this too. Like I'm, I'm no fluff. Like I'll give you the, the love and speak words of encouragement, but I'm going to be honest because honesty is what propels you to get the healing that you need in your life. Mm -hmm. Sugarcoating it with little messages just to make somebody feel good. Like I want to make you feel good, but we're going to get to the core root of what's going on because that's ultimately what you need in order for you to have those thriving relationships. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a true counselor, right? Like yeah. we could find, you know, a friend to affirm all the things that we feel, but that doesn't change, especially the negative things that you feel when things come up. So how about for the sisters of who are in relationships that are broken and maybe their partner isn't interested in working on it? Well, first of all, if somebody is physically 
like there's some some physical stuff going on, then you definitely need to get out of that. I always say you need to break away. There's there's you know there's things out there to help you. So that that's first and foremost. Like if you're physically getting hurt, like please get out of that. There is free stuff on the internet for that. Um, but as far as somebody that you know, and it's hard to tell because sometimes we point the fingers at the guy all the time and we don't, you know, what do they say? They say when one finger is pointing at you or at others, three is pointing back at you. And I always remember that because we do sometimes play the blame game. Um, and I'm not saying that that person probably isn't wrong. It depends on what you're treating. If they're, I mean, I was emotionally abused. I wasn't physically abused, but emotional abuse, all those words will, <laughs> those words will definitely harm you, but sometimes you need to distance yourself from it, especially if it's unequally yoked, uh, you know, really have a, take a look at, is this really the person for me? And I think sometimes women are so lonely that they get into these relationships, knowing ultimately deep down inside, you know, that that person is not right for you, but they're staying in it because of the loneliness. Yeah. That's where we need to step back and say, okay, Hey, I need God in my life. I need to work on that relationship, restore, heal. And I'm going to tell you, you're going to look at that situation a lot different when you start healing in those areas. You're not going to want, and you're going to start seeing it also. These men, like right away, I knew like, boom, boom, like this person, no, no, no. And you just know, because God starts giving you that spirit of discernment a little more. Amen. He sure does. He gives it. Right? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So when you say unequally yoked, that is a reference to maybe the person that they're in a relationship with is not Christian. They're not saved. Correct. Right. Yeah. Corinthians 6, 14 says we're not supposed to be yoked with an unbeliever. And, um, you know, some, I mean, I have known people in the church that I know that have married somebody that was unequally yoked and that's, there's all these different circumstances too. Sometimes that person came to to God and later on after the marriage and then maybe that person's the other person you may maybe the, the woman's there but the man's not or vice versa and I would say God could do anything right because it also says like be that person because you could be that person for that unbeliever but if there is a lot of women are struggling with infidelity and pornography and all these things all these addiction issues too well yeah you're not going to feel very loved or very comforted and that's not what the man's role is supposed to be. He's supposed to be the leader of the household. He's supposed to be the priest. You know, he's supposed to cover the household. So if he's out of his alignment and out of that role, I would say that you sometimes have to step back, talk to God about it. You might have to separate, you know, this is in your marriage. Also, if you're just boyfriend, girlfriend, I mean, you really have to evaluate that relationship. Is it for you? Is it for, is it honoring God? Is it honoring yourself and your purity and the things that he's wanting you to do, but maybe you're sacrificing because you just want to be with somebody. There are sacrifices to be made in relationships, good and bad. You know, I think it's like a really great opportunity for us on Valentine's day to remember that relationships are not supposed to be this like perfect picture. They're two imperfect people, like ideally in a Christian relationship, pursuing God and allowing Absolutely. And just because he's equally yoked, like my husband and I, like that was one of my things too. And I have to say here too, that I, I rededicated my life again on Valentine's day to God. So if that, yes, if that is something that encourages your women to do, 
do it because, and then just step away from all the other distractions and really work on your relationship because that's what I did. I was like, I can't do this anymore. And I felt so just yuck about everything that I was doing and you know, what that relationship was tearing me from. And he was supposed to be a Christian. We got baptized together, playing the Christian part, yeah. but not doing the stuff that we're supposed to be doing. I was that, that lukewarm Christian. God's not looking for that. You know, he's looking for somebody that's wholehearted and, and that's, you know, it takes time. Yeah, it does. It is ultimately a matter of the heart, you know, like all the ways that we are working on the things, like it always comes back to the transformation that's happening in our heart. And Mm. Jesus is after our heart. He's not after all the deeds. The deeds come as a result of us giving our hearts over to him. Right. So on this Valentine's Day themed episode, what final encouragement would you give to women who are feeling lonely today um, and who are just in this cycle of not looking forward to anything having to do with the celebration of love? I know. It's just a day. Like, (laughs) don't like, you know, I think it's just like a hallmark day anyway. Like, don't get so flipped out about it. Like, it's not it's just a day, you know, it's like any other day. It's just magnifying in the worldly way. Right. But I would say again, and like what I reiterate, I'm all about a vertical relationship with Jesus. Like, just like you said, like just step back from the situation, spend some time with them, start reading, start getting encouraged and, and just be quiet. And really he'll start showing you how much he loves you. He should be your Valentine's day date. Hey, yeah. (laughs) So how about that? (laughs) Yes, I like it. Thank you so much, Malia. Where can people find you? Uh, I make it super easy for everybody. It's just my name, maliadiana.com. Also, I have a Facebook page. It's Vertical Relationship Ministries. So they can all find me straight there. Awesome. And for those ladies who are maybe interested in working with you, what do you have to offer and help them with? Yeah. So I have a few programs. My main program is called heal me wounds program. And that is my tier one. Then if, depending on if you're single or married, you could branch off and go into the tier two programs, but everybody starts with my heal me wound. And it's about, it's getting into that, that inner healing part of the toxic triggers, uh, the childhood wounds, Mm -hmm. uh, the entry points where the devil's kind of harboring any kind of secret stuff, any kind of unforgiveness, we're all going to unravel it. But I I teach within those things too. It's not just me maybe ministering to you. I do have a gift of discernment, words of knowledge. So I hear very clearly and we go through that and we go through that. These are one-on-one live calls. I have accountability throughout the week and we're just going to, at the end, detox those wounds. We're going to get to the source and we're going to start the deliverance part of it. So you can be set free. Thank you. Ladies, I I have connected with Malia on a number of occasions. And the more I get to know her, the more I'm excited about the work she's doing. I wouldn't have anybody on this show who I don't trust with your spiritual wellness um, and overall wellness. So I just want to encourage you to definitely connect with Malia. Use her as a resource, especially if you're in this season of of not feeling well in relationships and get right with God. And if you need, you know, that accountability and that coach to do that, I think this is certainly a person to consider. So Thank you so much for being here. I hope you are continuing to to be used by God and that you would just continue to bless others. I'm definitely blessed by this episode. And thank you all for listening. I hope you guys have a great day. See you next time.
Hey, sister girl, if you love today's episode, the best way you can show love and support is to leave a written review on Apple Podcasts. This helps other Christian women who want that same support and valuable content actually find the show. Oh, and if you're ready for more and you want to learn about free group Bible study, upcoming events, free courses, and other services, head to HerRenewedStrength.com and subscribe to the weekly newsletter to become an insider. You'll get my weekly top five extra tips and bonuses. I'll see you on the inside.